0: Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager podcast episode number 420. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one, and we go through the AFC, and then we have four mailbag questions regarding the AFC West, and then the coach gives his PGA picks for the Travelers Championship. Hopefully, this is just as successful as last week, where plus 2,800 odds pick the winner. And I have a plus twenty eight hundred odds for a winner in this one as well. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast Twitter and Instagram handles at Talk Gambling. You can submit questions about next week. We're doing the NFC West, so if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Direct message us, and we'll get you there. Remember, all the free picks. From the Gambling Chalk, po- Chalk Talk podcast, guys, are available at the website, www.jeffreybelanger.com. The coach puts up KBO, Japanese Central League, maybe Major League Baseball coming soon, although it seems like they're fighting about next year more than this year, and they're just this year is just a hostage year. All those picks are absolutely free, and you're on bet on them. Go to MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a sign-up bonus when you do that. Go to MyBookieAG. You... You play, you win, you get paid. And while you're at JeffreyBlander.com, you can help support the cost of the show by clicking on that Amazon banner ad, buy yourself some something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And that banner ad looks like my book, Cold Blood Red. And that's right, I'm an author. I've written three books, the Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play, you can get them directly from my publisher, the TheWordVerve.com or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to it. Podcast number 420 with the guns. Guns, podcast 420. Good quiz for you today. This one, beat up that case cover as I used to watch that quite a bit. So he was on Crunch Course. So that's your first clue. Your next clue. He played from 1981-91 as a monster truck drives by the the pod center. He went to Rutgers. And at Rutgers, he was not only a free safety, he was also their punter. He was the NFL 1980s all-decade team. Wow. He's in the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame, a five-time all-pro. 83 to 86 and also an 88. He's only three and a half sacks.
1: I got to know this. Um.
0: In crunch course, he would stand over the guy and pull his gloves down and tighten them up in real intimidating fashion.
1: Aeneas Williams. No. That was Arizona. Um So mad when he's his
0: last name is the same flavor as my favorite soda. Come on, come on, Crunch Course, I know. Kansas City Chiefs. Popping, it, he'd probably be banned from the NFL the way he hit people going over the middle.
1: For some reason that did not click. I
0: don't so, know. I was gonna go with a different player, but I'm looking through these old. Box of cards I have and that, say his, that I remember him yeah and his yeah. his card came up I'm like oh, he's number yeah. 20, yeah. podcast is coming up yeah. this is podcast 420. I almost named this one after the Joker for uh you know other purposes
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a an NFL game
0: no way really yeah
1: like and you would like so you took turns like on a board or whatever, and you rolled and then you and you hit play, yep, and it would say like this is your play. And whatever, like, happened on the next turn, you'd hit the next. But there were, like, interceptions and follow. Oh, uh.
0: Yeah, it was, it was cool. But,
1: yeah, a so, VCR-like board game.
0: I, I don't have it in here. I have it in the in the house. Cause we're, and you played that great. That's why people got bored with it and followed her. Right? But, you know, yeah. I thought it was cool. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go to the AFC West. We're going to start off with the team formerly of San Diego. Lead off. I have them as my fourth-place team. You also have them kind of low in the standings, correct? I have them as the same record uh,
1: as the Broncos, so they're going to finish tied for third or fourth in this
0: division. All right. What you got on them?
1: I really like what they did as far as adding guys in the NFL. Linville Joseph, defensive tackle. I really like that, and they added Trey Turner. That was great. They lost a lot of core guys uh, for San Diego. So they really liked uh, Melvin Gordon. They wanted to keep Melvin Gordon, but, uh, you know, and I agree totally w- with their philosophy. You cannot pay None. a running back this day and age. But, I mean, they drafted him <laughs> and, and- they developed him. They, they really liked him. They said he was a good clubhouse guy. Uh, they lost their leader. They lost Phillip Rivers. So in comes Tyrod Taylor. I don't think that's, you know, the worst uh, trade right there, but you did lose Rivers, the gunslinger. I love Rivers. Derek Watt went to join his brother in Pittsburgh. He's one of those core special teamers, locker room guy. They lost Ross, uh, Russell Okung, uh, Brandon Membane. So as much as I like what they added, I, I really don't like what they lost. Uh, I think they're going to have a really good defense. I think they going to turn into a – so Anthony Lynn liked Taylor from his days in Buffalo. Right. So they have a history together uh taylor's been a winner you know when put in the right situation
0: taylor taylor is 23 and 21 as a starter right
1: he's been a winner. yeah
0: he's only he only threw six passes last year right
1: but no he's (laughs) i mean if you that's what i'm saying if you put his situation he will be a great game manager he'll run for first downs he was hand chosen by anthony lynn he you know there's talent there um i think they're going to turn in taylor to and hope things break right uh, at the end of the games. Eventually, in the NFL, though that that doesn't sustain. So I have them as a seven
0: and nine team. All right. I think I have they have the a really tough schedule. I have, he followed Brian Beluga, who's on a move from guard to left tackle, I believe. I uh, still got Mike Pouncey at center. Last year, their offensive line. for you know, as everybody said, oh, you know, Philip Rivers will be behind a better line, blah blah. Last year, the Chargers' offensive line was rated 13th for run blocking, 11th for pass blocking. That's upper half of the league. Yep. And so that that wasn't the group that let them down last year. Philip Rivers was very sloppy with the ball. And I'd be careful if I'm a Colts fan. It makes me want to rethink my 11 wins with the Colts uh, because the Colts, 12th-rated rushing line, 7th-rated passing line. Not, not much different than the Chargers. Tyrod Taylor doesn't take chances, no. which might be a good thing for this team. The rear, but Joey Bosa, and Melvin Ingram, hopefully stay healthy. Yeah, Nick Vigil at linebacker, Chris Harris from Denver, like you said. This is the group that needs to get it done. They were 20th first to run and 25th first to pass, 21st overall. Gus Bradley, disciple from uh, the. Pete Carroll.
1: Yep, Seattle and then Jacksonville. Yep.
0: He's he's gotta get it done. And maybe that pass rush will help because that's when Pete Carroll's defenses work best. When there's a pass rush to support that secondary. Um, this could be a, a team. If they got Wade Phillips, it might have helped them. Who's 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 out there, available, I believe.
1: They, they have playmakers on that defense. They got right. Derwin James. I think I mean I still yeah. wish the Steelers drafted him.
0: The other playmakers they have, they have Eckler, takes over for Austin, uh, yep. for Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, two top 20 wide receivers. Yep. Hunter Henry's a darn good tight end. He's probably a step below the George Kittles and the Travis Kelseys, but still pretty good. Tyrod Taylor, 23-21, and 21, took Buffalo to the playoffs mm-hmm. by taking care of the ball, which was kind of a major accomplishment considering Doug Marone was their coach. See what he's done in Jacksonville. Uh, their special teams is awful. Uh, they just
1: lost their best one in Watt,
0: and they they can't find a kicker. They're cursed at the kicker position. That in their tough schedule. It's Sorry, tough division. I think that division is going to be. It's a very good division. Beat each other up exactly. Uh, so I got them for five wins, but th- this is a tough division. With a tough schedule this year. So there we go. That's the Chargers. They're off the board. Let's hit a second team before we get to a break here. Let's, let's, do, let's, do, uh, let's, go, let's go to Denver. You had them tied for the, for the Chargers. I had Denver for eight wins. I have them tied with the Raiders, but the Raiders ahead of them because the Raiders have the most experienced coaching staff in the league. Average age is 55 years old. Donatello is going to run that defense. Pat Shermer is going to lead the offense, which kind of scares me a little bit because he underused the running back position in New York. And we want to give the ball to Saquon, and he wanted to keep the ball in Daniel Jones or Eli Manning's hands all the time. And he didn't really play to the strengths of Eli Manning. He had Eli freaking rolling out and doing – like, what the – Rolling out and fumbling yeah, and throwing did, picks and yeah. He's got uh, Eli's got spaghetti legs. Why are you making him run? Uh I think they have the blueprint to beat the Chiefs. Just watch what Frank Reich did with the Colts. Ground and pound the ball. Ground and pound the ball. You got Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman. That's a pretty good stable of running backs right there that you can just keep beating on people with. Wide receiver group is really young. Cortland Sutton, year two. Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler. uh, Spencer Deontay, dynamic return man, is their fourth wide receiver. Their tight end position is weak. Jeff Hyman, human, is the top of their depth chart. And If he actually had enough receptions, he would have been the 33rd rated tight end in the league last year. But he didn't even get the ball enough last year. The offensive line... Eleventh in run blocking, twenty fifth in pass blocking. Uh, you know that kind of fits the scheme they should do if Shermer does it. Run the ball. Uh, they spent money to sign uh, Graham Glasgow at right guard. They got Cush- Cushenberry in the third round for a center. They lost Chris Harris on defense. They got AJ Boy from Jacksonville for a fourth round pick. That that kind of replaces him. That's fine. They get Bradley Bradley Chubb back. I'm a little concerned about Van, Von Miller. He might be going on the wrong end of the end of the career chain, right?
1: Never mind that the COVID and how's how's the COVID with the lung situation up in high altitude.
0: Not only that, How- but you you got a coaching staff average age 55 years old. How that's yeah. what I, I
1: wonder about stuff like that. Yeah, yep.
0: So, yep. Uh, I think year two with Fangio and that defense probably helps it. <clears throat> Drew Locke scares me. QBR. Limited time. His QBR rating was actually less than Joe Flacco's. And that is scary. Their backups, Jeff Driscoll from Detroit, Brett Ripon, and Riley Neal. This could be a spot for Cam Newton. You're going to ground and pound the ball, and then you throw Cam Newton back there as quarterback? I- I'm shocked they haven't signed him yet, or even Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I I hope... Shermer plays this right and uses the strength of this team with the running game, the offensive line that's better at run blocking the pass blocking, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think, their special teams is not as bad as the Chargers, but it's not that good. I got Broncos eight wins. I liked them prior to the season, and I said they're maybe maybe an over team, and then the schedule came out, and I backed off. I'm backing off them. Eight win team. What do you got for the Broncos?
1: Um. So again, I had the record at seven and nine, and my, my biggest thing is this, and we're we're seeing it. You mentioned uh, the receivers that they surrounded Lock with, and Elway is all in on Lock. He's yeah. going for it, uh, and here's my I got two issues this year with Denver. Number one, they're surrounding Lock with a bunch of young receivers. When you got a young quarterback in the NFL and you, were, you don't put a lot of veterans around him, it usually doesn't come out well. You look at what Buffalo did last year. And a lot year. of times, wide receiver. One. Right. Look what, look what Buffalo did with Allen. They surrounded him with veterans. They got the uh, kid from Dallas. Um,
0: yeah, Cole Beasley.
1: Cole Beasley. Yep. Uh, they had Smokey Brown. Putting veterans around a young kid quarterback, they know... The way the NFL works, they they can read defenses. They're going to help Allen in the huddle. Locke doesn't have that. He's got young guys that doesn't help his situation. Um, so I don't like the fact that they have not surrounded him with, with veterans like like Buffalo did. Who is this? It almost seems like, and I agree with you with Sherman. He wants to throw the ball, and they want Locke. It seems like the the way they drafted huge amounts. They took the wide receivers. You're not going to outscore Kansas City. You're going at it the wrong way. <laughs>
0: Bad and, move.
1: Exactly. And I think their philosophy is going to be just, and this is my other, It's going. I'm going to talk about this again with the Raiders. I understand the NFL now is game breakers, putting up points. You want explosive players making explosive plays, but you're not going to beat Kansas City playing that game. They're too good. They're too talented, and they have the best quarterback in the NFL. So I liked, like you said, I liked that they got Boye. I think that was a, you know, a good move to replace Harris. I like Jarrell Casey. I like Glass, uh, Glass, Glass. Now Melvin Gordon's a veteran for them, but I don't think going to running the ball. Like you said, I think they're going to try to play shootout football and let that pass rush loose. I don't think it's going to happen. I got them as a seven and nine team, and I think pretty soon that people are going to start calling for Elway's head.
0: Yeah, we we have an email question at the end uh, regarding Mr. Okay. Elway, so that that, that that's a, right. a that's a, a great a great uh, one uh, to end on there. Let's all let's right. take a quick break. The coach and guns are giving you free picks, and you can find them all on www dot com. The picks are always absolutely free. When you're there, we get the PGA page. We have a page for baseball. We have a page for NFL college football college basketball and NBA, even Darth has a hockey page. All the picks, are absolutely free. You can help support the podcast by going to the Amazon banner ad on the page that looks like my book, Code Blood Red. Buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And now, let's get back to the show. Okay, Guns, we're back. Hopefully the podcast doesn't crap out and we have to redo this. And uh, so, we got the Las Vegas no, we are just did Las Vegas Raiders. We have, no, we got to now. Yes, sir. I'm going to let you lead off. What do you got for Chucky?
1: I like this Raiders team a lot. I unfortunately don't think their record is going to be as good as they play this year. I really liked uh, the offensive lineman they gained, Eric Cush. I liked the addition of Mariota. I was hoping the Steelers added him to their quartet of uh quarterbacks there uh biggest loss which is probably the biggest gain is uh letting go of perfect uh just a total cancer in the locker room
0: <laughs> uh, that, that's your that's your stealer's he way he's is, coming but through I mean, right there. listen
1: when the guy plays he's an absolute stud but the things the extracurricular stuff and the penalties he incurs and uh you know he he just misses too much time with injuries um, time for uh, Vontez to, to to pack it up. He you know he had a good career. Uh, they added Eli Apple and uh, safety Jeff Heath. They'll immediately improve that secondary. That Raiders secondary was horrible last year. Um, I also really like the linebacker um, out of Clemson Taylor, uh, Tanner Muse, just a tackling machine. Add the corner out of Ohio State, uh, Damon Arnett, and you could actually have a somewhat of a formidable defense right there. On the offensive end, they're loaded. Uh, they went heavy in the draft on offense, adding Rugs, probably the fastest receiver um, in the draft. Lynn Bowden Jr., who was uh, – love,
0: love that guy. I mean,
1: he's a do-it-all do out of Kentucky. Yep. Uh, I could see Gruden lining him up all over the formation, in the backfield, in the slot, creating mismatches all over the field. Love that um, guy. You still got Terrell Williams, um, Darren Walker, the uh, tight end. So, you know, and they added uh, just a wide receiver out of South Carolina. I just think they went too heavy in the draft on offense. <laughs> Old Davis, you know, speed playmakers. They're trying to pattern themselves after after Kansas City with just, you know, they want explosive plays. That's not Car's game. They do have speed everywhere, but they're missing the key piece. You know, they're missing that queen of the chess match, and that's Mahomes. They don't have Mahomes. They're, you're not going to outscore Kansas City Fest. Um, Especially
0: with their defense.
1: Absolutely. Um, I think their defense got a lot better this year. I think they're going to be one of those teams that pretty much are in every single game, but I think they're going to lose enough in the fourth quarter. Again, I think that division is tough. I have the Raiders as a 500-team, 8-8, eight and eight, with things going in the right direction. And I'm going to make this prediction now. Marcus Mariota starts over four games for the Raiders this year, possibly more. At some point, Carr goes to the bench,
0: and in comes Mariota. Wow. Well, Gruden is a good offensive coach, and he proved that last year. They were ninth in the league in offense. They scored under 30 points in the third quarter for the season. Wow. Problem for them is the defense. Paul Gunther has a good rep as a defensive coach. They need to step it up if they're gonna get more than seven wins. I think I think they're gonna get eight wins. Uh Derek Carr was tenth in QBR last year. Football outsiders. Mariota's the backup. I, I I think they have depth at least with Mariota and Nate Peterman, who Gruden loves. Everybody loves this guy yeah. for whatever reason. For two games, you don't love him. So I think there's they're okay at quarterback. Remember, a couple of years ago, Raiders were pretty. And Carr gets hurt right before the playoffs. And maybe they win a playoff game. Maybe it's yep. a different. they were right of team. there. Yep. I'm not sure how they get all those skill position players on the field and, and get them to ball. They got Darren Waller, like you said, yep. and Jason Witten as twelve package right? tight ends, right? How often are you going to go two tight ends? You got Ruggs, first round pick, Hunter Renfro, who was good last year, Tyrell Williams, Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, third round pick. They also picked up Nelson Aguilar. I, got I Loaded, dude. They have Lynn Bowden listed as a running back, but I think he's going to play some wide receiver, too. And they got Josh Jacobs they need to get the ball, yep. too. Yep. I'm not sure they how they get the ball to everybody and keep them happy. Uh, the offensive line, Nexus Saints and Colts might be. One of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Very good in both the pass and run blocking. They got Richie Incognito. You talked about uh, perfect. I'll talk about Incognito. Talk about a wacko. Um, Is he going to be mentally healthy? I
1: know he had a great year last year, and they're in love with Incognito. Uh,
0: The defense, not good last year. 31st in the league, 30th in the pass defense, 21st versus the run. They addressed the defense. You know, they got – Free agent Carl Nassib, I think from Tampa, uh, to play D-line. And, uh, Nick Kiotowski, uh, inside linebacker from the Bears. Uh, defensive line was actually a position of strength for them. So they didn't, you know, they added Nassib, but they really picked up linebackers and, and cornerbacks in the draft. So they, they adjusted two other levels of the defense, which is smart. Again, resounding theme for This West. Is the special teams are terrible? The three teams we've talked about so far, special teams have got to be better. There's three phases to the game, and they've kind of ignored that. I have the Raiders at eight and eight. I have them ahead of the Broncos because of division record. Uh, very tough schedule. They start off. Uh, they got Carolina on the road, and it's five really tough games. And if they start off one and five, two and four. They could they, they might be digging themselves a hole that'll be tough to get out of, so eight and eight I have for them, and that leaves us with the Kansas City Chiefs. Nick, I believe I have them as the best record in football. Wow, They have a very tough schedule, but they got a lot of stuff coming back for them this year, and I think that helps them immensely uh going forward. Uh, This year Um, Not much turnover Eric Bainimi didn't get a head coaching job Steve Spagnola Has already had a Andy Reid orchestrates the offense With Bainimi I think continuity matters Especially this year So they got that going for them They also got going for them They had the best quarterback in the league Coach and a quarterback Were there two things we look for in betting Quarterback and coach And you got two of the best That's uh, pretty good Skill positions. They got Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins at wide receiver. After that, I mean, they re-signed Demarcus Robinson. They got second-round pick from last year, McCole uh, Hardman. A little bit of a step down there. Okay, so they're not deep at the wide receiver position. They got Travis Kelsey, lacks up for that lack of depth because he's a top-five tight end. Edwards Hilaire, first-round pick, might be their best running back. Even though the, you know it was a, one of the Williams boys was uh, MVP, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, is going to be for that offense. He fits the bill. He's a, he's a physical, low to the ground, can catch. I mean, he he'll he'll be he'll be a lot of trouble to bring down that offense.
0: This offensive line fits their team goals. What do they do? They pass the ball 70% of the time. Yeah. They're fourth best in the league in pass blocking. They're fifth worst in run blocking. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz, top left tackle, signed Mike Remmers as a backup from the Giants, who wasn't bad for the Giants. He's a solid guy that can move around that line, so he got a little depth there. And this is where the Raiders need to take note. The Kansas City Chiefs defense got to average in the league last year. They were 14th in the league last year, combined with a top five offense and a top five special teams. And that gave them a legitimate shot to contend for the Super Bowl. And they did, and they won it. Tyron Matthew, great signing. He's a playmaker. They re signed Brashawn Breland to play corner. Frank Clark, another great signing from last year on the defensive line. They're just a little bit better than average. They better stop the run like they did at the end of last year because at the beginning of the year, they didn't stop the run, and that cost them against the Colts and, the, and the, you know t- Tennessee Titans. Um, special teams, again, top five. Bucker gets the job done kicking. I got them. As a 13-win team, Guns, what do you got for the Chiefs?
1: Uh, 12-4 and for me, so So right right there. there. Um, But I agree with everything you said. Uh, Basically, the whole team comes back intact. Uh, To me, the key to what they did this offseason is with Chris Jones, they decided to uh, franchise tag him. He's a difference maker. Uh, He is one of the probably, if not the, best defensive lineman in football, pass rush, run stopper. Uh, the fact they're keeping him for another year. He's going to be motivated to get a new contract. The guy's a absolute animal. Could have been the MVP of the Super Bowl pre- uh, practically. Um, I agree. They they brought everybody back. I like DeMarcus Robinson coming back. There's just game breakers everywhere. Every position, game breakers. Uh, Tyreek Hill, nobody's got that speed like him in the NFL. Any pass he catches could be the distance. Best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Andy Reid, just an absolute brilliant mind on offense. Completely agree. Um, made some additions to the defense. They'll be good enough on defense to get it done. They'll be right in contention this year, depending on health. Love Kansas City this year. Um, I don't know. I'm,
0: Tyreek Hill, stay out of trouble. Mahomes, yeah, stay exactly. healthy. Yeah,
1: just, if everything goes right, I mean, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, um, they're, yeah, not a team I, I'm hoping the Steelers, you know, wind up facing, so. Uh,
0: totally agree. Twelve and four for Kansas City. All right, we'll be back after the break with mailbag questions. We got four of them, and coaches PGA picks. You know where the guns and Coach Belanger go to make a wager on PGA Tour, NFL futures, Korean baseball, Japanese Central League baseball? We go to mybookieag. Use that promo code Darth D A R T H at checkout. You get a sign up bonus when you when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. They not only have sports, they also have casino games in there. They have free blackjack tournaments. You go in there, you click on it, and you play blackjack, and you get to work on it before you go to the actual casino when you're brave enough to go in there and avoid a disease. And you get paid if you finish in the top 10 in those free tournaments. It's outstanding. Go to MyBookieAG. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. Let's get back to the show. It's mailbag time. We're back with the mailbag. We're going to start off with Dario from Lemon Grove, California. He wants to talk about the Chargers. Philip Rivers was a staple for the Chargers for years. Is this the best team in the NFL that is a QB away from the title? What do you think? What do you think, guns?
1: We talked about them earlier. Um, love the talent on that team. They do have a lot of talent.
0: That defense is good. Very a lot good. of talent there. Uh, I'll say it till the
1: till the day he retires. I wish the Steelers drafted Derwin James. Uh, Boza, a lot of talent. Melvin Gordon, a lot of talent. But this is not the best team. That's just missing a quarterback. I, I actually think they're going to change their the whole way they run their offense. I think they're going to become almost a ground and pound, uh, chip away, play keep away, keep the ball, keep that defense rested. Be smart. And they, Be they, smart. They might have more success than I think. I just think between their – I'm not I'm not a big Anthony Lynn fan. I don't think they have a good head coach. I, I think, like Anthony Lynn. I think uh, Tyrod Taylor is average at best. I, I always believe you have to have that quarterback that – You know, when it's third and 17 and you're at your four yard line, they got to stand up in that pocket and deliver that 20 yard strike. I don't I don't think he's that guy. I could be wrong, but I just think between their schedule and remember now you're playing Kansas City twice a year. You're playing the Las Vegas Raiders twice a year. You're playing the Denver Broncos twice a year. Those are there's no gimmies in that division. No, it's not every, the AFC East. No, every game is going to be brutal. So, I just I don't see it for them this year. I I think there's a lot of talent to be had, but I don't think they're a, a quarterback away. So I will uh, disagree with that with that prediction.
0: All right. So I think there's a number of teams in that situation where they're a quarterback away. You want to see me piss some people off? Cleveland Browns might be a team that's a quarterback away from being pretty good. You might be right. Denver Broncos, who we talked about previously. Cam Newton might make them a very good team with that defense and what they have capable of running. The Indianapolis Colts last year. If Andrew Luck's there, they might be a much different team. The San Francisco 49ers, as much as everybody loves Jimmy Garoppolo, they really didn't trust the Super Bowl with him, did they? Which I think they regret, but we'll talk.
1: That's a that's the next week, so okay.
0: We haven't gotten to the North teams, yep. but the Chicago Bears might be a quarterback away, yes, from being a very good team. You know, what we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if the Buccaneers were a quarterback away from being a good team this year with Tom Terrific, who you're 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 basically stroking <laughs> last podcast. <laughs> Um, we're going to find out if they were just a quarterback away and how bad Jameis Winston was this year, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. I think it's a close race between the Chargers and the Bears a bit, being a QB away from being a really dominant team. So, uh, yeah, I don't think Phillip Rivers is much of a loss, believe it or not, but I don't think, you know, I think they're still in need of a quarterback. All right, second one, the Broncos. Janet from Boulder, Colorado. John Elway has been pretty bad as a GM the last few years. How much rope does he have until he gets hung in effigy? Jesus! You know what? I did a little research after I read this.
1: I just... I that's so crazy that without me knowing about these questions, I spoke of that earlier. Yeah.
0: You know who John Elway's ex-wife's name is? No. Janet.
1: <laughs> Oh boy,
0: <laughs> I don't think it's her, but it's kind of ironic. Uh, I'll start off with this one. Um, that's a rough. That's a rough take, there, Janet. Hanging him in effigy. <laughs> he did. He did win a, a Super Bowl five years ago. For crying out loud, um, his teams made the playoffs or won and won the Super Bowl in 2015. Is it, the past four years have not been good? All right, I get that, but five years ago they won the Super Bowl. He's done a really good job finding players in the draft and free agency, Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware, the list goes on and on. He's signed some guys that have gone on to Pro Bowls. He's he's gotten it done. He has done some of the -the off-the-field stuff pretty damn good too. He's he's the first to hire four strength and conditioning coaches, having a full cafeteria, having a nutritionist in the team facility. John Elway's done some really good things, not only just getting players – He has struck out drafting QBs, as most people do. Maybe he should take a clue from his nine years as VP, executive GM, whatever. In 2015, they won the Super Bowl. They signed Peyton Manning in 2012. They won a Super Bowl in 2015. Maybe don't draft a QB. Maybe sign a free agent QB like Cam Newton guy coming off an injury kind of similar to pete and manning might be something to do if you're john elway what do you think guns
1: uh complete disagreement here i think elway has he i think he got really lucky that year with that team um manning had an unbelievable year that year till the end when his when he got hurt again came back just in time to do enough but that defense was loaded I think he's had a lot of chances to make this team successful, and I think he's he's put all his chips in the in the center of the pot with through Locke this year. So,
0: Spangio trashed, by the way, yes,
1: he has surrounded that. He's drafted a lot of offense, and my I I said it earlier. I think he surrounded that kid with a lot of young talent. Which maybe he gets another year out of it and see what how luck develops. We don't know if luck's legit. And I think he's pushed all his chips in. He uh, reached for Luck. Luck was sitting around. A lot of people didn't draft him. I don't think it goes well this year in, in Denver. I don't, I'm don't. i just not seeing it. Not in love with their coach. Uh, as a head coach, I think he's a very good defensive coordinator. I don't think Elway's hung in uh, effigy. effigy. But I think Elway is in definitely hot water this year. And I don't know if he lasts more than two years from now. So I will agree with you. I think Elway's on his way out.
0: All right. You agree with uh, John Elway's ex-wife? They,
1: they, they would probably <laughs> move him up to a different status and bring in a GM yeah. to run the team. To make
0: him president of something. Or, or yes, yeah, yeah. the
1: president. Or, you know, let him. Go run your car seen if You know, he can give him his opinion. And, yeah. But, I, yeah, it's it's time to get somebody in there that knows football. Uh, not I can't say that knows football, but. A GM that is. Just because
0: you play football doesn't mean you know how to run a team. Yeah. Absolutely, right. A GM that knows how to
1: run a team.
0: You're right. Because maybe those first five years was the previous regimes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Next question for the Raiders. Jesus from Walnut Creek. He's an A's and Raiders fan. I think he emailed us about baseball a couple weeks ago. A's, yeah. The Raiders make the leap this year. The offense was good last year and we added more weapons. What holds the silver and black back in 2020? What you got, Nick? We, talk,
1: we, we talked about it. Uh, what, what's going to hold the Raiders back this year is, number one, David Carr, number two, their defense, and number three, the division they're in. Otherwise, I think, like I said, if I'm a Raiders fan this year, I'm excited. I think the season is going to be super exciting for you. You're going to be in every single game. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter in almost every single game they're just going to find ways to lose there will be quarterback controversy throughout that team wins mariota coming in could mariota have won that game i think gruden has based his coaching career off thinking he can revive, revive guys he did it with gannon maybe maybe mariota is the next uh, gannon maybe this guy turns that franchise yeah. around if he does and he does it early then you guys may have a great season, but they said the key thing with Mariota when he, when he wasn't with the Titans is when Tannehill came in, it's just Tannehill did everything a click ahead of time. That, that fraction of a second time to read the throw and it turned that offense around, which we saw maybe Mariota is a difference in this offense. Maybe he makes things change and he, he's a click ahead of where car is. Um, I've also seen Carr have success at times and throw deep and, you know, win games. So I think they're, they're close, but I don't think this is the year they do it.
0: All right. So I think not David Carr. It's Derek Carr. I mix him up, too. So I think the key is Carr. He was really good, and, and he got injured. And they might have won a couple of playoff games. I think that matters. I, I think Carr is actually a decent quarterback. The defense has a long way to go from last year. They have to get to average. They were thirtieth. Uh, they need to get to average.
1: If that young secondary, the talent they have, if
0: they play to it, stay healthy, right? I think the the next key for them is staying focused after those first five weeks, because. They are in a situation. They're they're going to Carolina week one. And their first five weeks, they got at Carolina. Then they have to play the Saints at home. Then they got to go back to the East Coast and play the Patriots. Then they get the Bills at home, which you're high on. And then they have to go at the Chiefs. So keeping your focus that first five weeks, you can't blow that Carolina game. You got to win week one.
1: And no, you know it's week one, so they'll be. It's week one. It's a one there. o'clock
0: game, East Coast. Be
1: fired up. Yep.
0: It's they. They have. They have to go. Two and three. They go one and four and dig themselves a hole. They get the bye week and their Mariota maybe comes in if they go right. Yep. You no, know they get to after the bye. They get the Buccaneers home with Tom Terrific. Then they go to Cleveland. Yeah, you know, and then you know, then they get some division games. But it's And that
1: division's not easy. There's no, no gimmies. me So, so they, they
0: need to really be focused and, and get off to a hot start uh this season. It that's what it's gonna come down to. Last question Dirk from Kickapoo, Kansas. He's a Thunder, Royals, and Chiefs The Guns is a Royals fan. Yes. The Super Bowl victory last year. Springboard Andy Reid to the next level of coaching like Belichick, Mike Shanahan, and Jimmy Johnson. I think so because possibly no more monkey on his back. He's still not very good at time management in the game situations. And don't think I didn't notice you picked guys, you know, Dirk from Kickapoo. They all won back-to-back Super Bowl titles. You picked... Belichick, Shanahan, and Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson went back-to-back titles of the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. So uh, that run defense for the Chiefs scares me. They did get some breaks to get to the Super Bowl and win it. Houston had them 24-0. They, they, if, if they go for it instead of kicking a field goal and go up 28-0 instead of 24-0, they complete that fake punt, maybe they don't even make the Super Bowl. San Francisco kind of had them dead to rights. Up ten with four minutes left. Best QB, very good coach, decent offensive line, three fourths of what I look for when I'm betting on a team. They might be not, he,
1: they, he might
0: go to the next level. What do you
1: think? Oh, uh, I think he's already there. I've I've always been a huge fan of Andy Reid. Um, this just solidified uh, the the brilliance of his of his career. He's got a he's got a chance here. I mean, he's got Mahomes under contract. They're you know, he's going to be looking for that payday, which they're going to give him. But when you got that quarterback and that offensive mind in that same room, that he's he's got a chance to. If he wins one or two more, they'll be talking about Reed with that with that crew. So it's right there for the taking. If Kansas City, especially, hey, who knows what's going to happen this year? What if the year shortened, shortened season? Another chance to get a you know a, a half season win Super Bowl or something, but no doubt Reed is I'm a huge fan of Reed, so uh, he he's already there in my eyes. But I think he'll get there with the public if he wins another Super Bowl.
0: All right, golf. Last week I gave you picks for the RBC Heritage. I said take Webb Simpson at plus twenty eight hundred, and he won. Putted his ass off. Woo. Yeah, you gotta play that. You gotta play that clip, well, I mean, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I got yeah, four. the Rolex, wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, oh my God. and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down.
1: There it is. I mean,
0: yeah, so legend right there. You, you know, you hope to you hope to pick a winner two or three times a year if you're lucky in these because that that's a lot of units you win when you win a a, a guy when you he's plus 2800. So I got four guys that I like in the Travelers Championship. Formerly of the GHO, formerly the Sammy Davis Jr. GHO. I remember that, yep. Here's what here's one guy I'm going to talk to you about. Mark Leishman. Who's Mark Leishman? I'll tell you who Mark Leishman is. He won this tournament in 2012. Finished ninth in 2016. He didn't make the, quad, the cut at the Schwab a couple weeks ago. But he's really good around the green. A little average with the putter. But I have him at plus 240 to beat the top 20. Plus 5,000 to win it. So Mark Leishman, my first pick. My second one, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson owes the TPC in Cromwell. 2012, tied for second. 2013, fourth place. 2015, won it. 2018, won it. I'm telling you, when you're betting on golfers, if you're a golfer, there's certain courses you like. You've done well at in the past. And he's got to have a lot of confidence here. This is a little NBA zigzag method. He was 52nd at the RBC. I think he bounces back. I got Bubba Watson on four different bets in this game, in, in this tournament. I haven't finished top 10 at plus 300. I have Bubba Watson plus 120 over Colin Makinwara. For 72 holes at Bubba Watson plus 2,800, just like Webb Simpson was last week to win it. So, okay, I only have three bets for Bubba Watson, not four. I lied. My next guy, and this is the guy I have the most confidence in the winning, believe it or not. I think he's got a punter's chance to win this. He's 50th in putting. His worst round. In the last two tournaments, the Schwab and the RBC Heritage was a 70. So he's been playing pretty well at the TPC in Cromwell, Connecticut. In 2015, he finished third. 2018, tied for sixth. 2019, tied for eighth. Brian Harmon, plus 8,000 to win it. And I also have him plus 320. To finish in the top 20. So, Brian Harmon. My last guy I have that can win it. He's kind of a favorite. Bryce D. Shambo. He's really putting well. He's one of the best players off the tee. He's been top 10 in the last five tournaments he's played in. Bryson D. Shambo, plus 1,400 to win it. And I have him at even money for 72 holes to beat Justin Thomas. I have one more sleeper pick. I don't trust him yet to, to win it all. It's Abraham Answer. He played pretty well at the Heritage. I have him plus 160 finishing the top 20, but he's a young golfer I'm looking at. A couple golfers that have had success here that I'm not going with. I'm not going with Webb Simpson. He's played pretty well at the TPC in Cromwell, but I can't pick him because I don't think he can go back-to-back weeks He just won the Heritage. I think there's a little mental drain from winning a tournament. I'm staying away from him. Daniel Berger. He's really playing well. He's hot. There might be a little bit of a mental letdown for him after the the Charles Schwab and the RBC where he finished in the top three. Paul Casey, who plays very well. This is his first tournament since quarantine and they stopped playing golf. I'm staying away from him, but he's one I would have liked here. Charlie Hoffman plays well here. He's missed the last two cuts, he's, cuts and he's putting really poorly this year. Staying away from him. Kevin Tway finished sixth and fifth the last two years here, but he's been playing terribly. I'm Staying away from him. Keegan Bradley, his putting is 194th on the tour. Staying away from him. Kevin Strelman who's played pretty well at the TPC as well in Cromwell, but he's struggled all year. He's not been making cuts. His approach shots have been off staying away from him as well. So five golfers I'm looking at. Four I'm betting to win. Mark Leishman, Bubba Watson, Brian Harmon, Bryson DeChambeau, and a top 20 for Abram there. So there you have it. The coach with the Traveler's Picks, PGA Golf. Throw a little money on that. And I uh, hope everybody has a great week. And as always, may the picks be with you. You got anything to add there, Guns? I
1: agree with everything you said, brother.
0: All right, here we go. Everybody have a great week.